0: Hey, it's Open Threads, it's my podcast. I'm Brian Castle, welcome to it. Back on the show today is Tyler Tringus. We continue our conversation and we talked about Founder Summit. That is the conference that Tyler and his team over at Calm Company Fund have put on for a couple of years now. And I attended Founder Summit for the first time just a few weeks ago. <laughs> Here's my real-time-ish update for you, and I'm recording this one on May 6th, 2024. First, I just want to say that once and for all, the name of this podcast, I'm sticking with the name Open Threads. (laughs) You may have noticed I had briefly renamed it there uh, in early 2024. I was using the name Full Stack Founder. Well, long story short, I'm sunsetting that brand name and that website. It was a short-lived project that just didn't quite stick. So, this podcast is back to its original name, Open Threads, from here on out. Okay, so uh, my. So, as for my update, uh, you know, my main focus now continues to be instrumental products. That is my product studio where I partner with clients, mainly on UI and UX work. And uh, I specialize in designing modern interfaces for SaaS companies, and I deliver my designs in the form of coded HTML and Tailwind CSS templates and components. So that's the, uh, the main um, service that I've been working with a couple of clients lately on, and uh, it's something that I continue to, uh, to really double down on the rest of this year. Other than that, I'm spending the rest of my time building out some new software products of my own to uh, to add to my small portfolio. My main SaaS product, Clarity Flow, continues to run smoothly uh, with my small team, and we're always working on some imp- improvements there. So that's my update for now. On to the show. It's a really unique event, a fantastic conference for founders, and it was a great opportunity for me to connect with some friends and form new relationships with folks in and around the startup community. And that's actually what makes this conference sort of unique in that it's literally built around relationships, the centerpiece, the reason why you would attend an event like this is not necessarily for big celebrity headliner speakers, it's more about the people that you're going to meet, the fun activities, and the setting where it takes place I mean, we had campfires, hikes, amazing food, amazing activities, and I know that every single event, they dream up something a little bit different. So really excited to reattend in future events in 2023 and beyond. So I talked to Tyler about what went into the concept behind Founder Summit, a couple of things that they've learned, and how they've really optimized this conference. Let's talk to Tyler about putting on a conference. All right. Well, we're back here with Tyler We Just had a previous conversation talking all about Com Company Fund, some of the history, some of the learnings. That was a great episode. But now, you know, let's talk a little bit about Founder Summit. I know it's sort of like put on by Com Company Fund, but like, is it like a separate business, separate entity? It, it does have its own website and everything. So mm. I just attended Founder Summit in Asheville, North Carolina. I know you guys have put it on in, in Mexico City in the past. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. What What is Founder Summit?
1: yeah so founder summit is a live event series at this point it started as basically me just trying to pull together a remote community into some sort of physical location so our fund is completely remote the team is remote the mentor group is remote. The portfolio is remote. And like many remote companies, you've sort of figured out that there is really a ton of value in FaceTime. So a lot of remote first companies have this idea of a team retreat, pull people from all over the world, you put them together, you know, face to face for a little while, and there's a ton of value in that. And I wanted to create the same effect for our community. And so I was living in Mexico City at the time, and I said, okay, Mexico City is great. I'm going to just, you know, open invite, bring a bunch of people from our portfolio, our investors, and the team all in one place. And as we were starting to do that, we realized "Hmm, this is already kind of like the kernel of a really cool event. It was going to be like, I think, 40 or 50 people from inside the community. And I thought, you know, there are a lot of people who I think just like the vibe of Calm Company Fund, right? They like the idea of building a Calm Company, but they don't fit into one of those two very narrow funnels, which is, you know, can you invest in our fund or can we invest in your company, right? There's a lot of people that for various reasons might be building a Calm Company that just doesn't fit into either of those. And we never really had a way to bring those folks into the community, right? People would reach out to me and just say, I love what you're doing. You know, I'm running this like profitable business, blah, blah, blah. How can I get involved? And I was like, I... I don't know, like, if you can't fit into one of these buckets, then we don't have anything for you. Sign up for the newsletter, I guess. And so this kind of filled that role. It said, okay, we're already bringing together a bunch of great entrepreneurs. Let's open it up and let this other category of folks who are not affiliated with us also join, hang out, meet other founders, and just generally kind of build and strengthen the community. And then there's some principles behind that, but I mean, I can talk about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we can talk about just how awesome and how fun it is to to <laughs> attend founder summit but before we get into that just strategically i love this idea of investing time and resources in marketing projects that are just awesome and fun to do anyway mm. like it's got to be worth doing on its own and it has the added benefit of bringing the core community together bringing people who might not necessarily be the right fit, as you said, for, for both of your funnels, but they are very much the type of people who can go and talk about Com Company Fund to folks who it might make sense for, or it might make sense to them sometime down the road. It just helps with with the brand and sort of goodwill and, and all that mm. kind of stuff. So, I mean, like just like the idea of, of like top of funnel asset, if you will, as a conference, that happens to be a, a fun thing that, that should happen anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love that idea.
1: Yeah, same. It's definitely a long game in terms of, you know, the value it will ultimately drive for the company. But I think I think a lot of entrepreneurs are not actually like economic maximizers in the sense that they don't like survey the landscape of all possible opportunities of ways to spend their time and try to pick the like thing that's going to generate the most dollars a lot of times it's just like you're just freaking frustrated with something and you just have to go and fix it and that's probably like a big driver of of (laughs) founder summit it was just like i went to, to a lot of conferences in my life actually we were talking in the last show about my previous job working in kind of clean tech advisory i went to a ton of conferences for that job and then later when to some conferences as as an entrepreneur, but fewer, and I always found them just incredibly frustrating because it's like we all fly from all over the world to this location to sit and stare at someone doing a PowerPoint presentation that 100 would be better delivered as a podcast episode that I could listen to you know while I'm running on the treadmill. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> it just was like so frustrating. And then you'd you know you'd meet all these great people in the five minute coffee break before you get like hushed and pushed back into the, you know, to the thing. So like at some point, a couple years ago I started going to conferences and I just completely ignored the talks. It just exclusively like set up coffee meetings and just only go and try to hang out with the people who were there. And so that's what like kind of got that thing in the back of my mind that was like, what if we built an entire event around, this around facilitating the people who flew all the way here to meet each other and like form connections and and build relationships and so that's that's kind of the thing is i
0: just can't not do it yeah yeah (laughs) totally i mean that that's exactly the reason why i there's just a small handful of conferences you know entrepreneur conferences that i go to every year and the only reason i go is to hang out with friends and we get together at those and then i get to meet up and you know Form new relationships. That was one of my my goals in attending Founder Summit this year, as as a first time attendee for me. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm only about one year into uh, being a a funded startup through Com Company Fund, and so I I saw this as an opportunity to, you know, make more connections and and get a little bit more connected within the the Com community, which Mm -hmm. you know I've been more connected in like other communities. This one made a lot of sense, and it, it really is the perfect format for that. And I love the idea of not only like the activity based, and you know, this one was like a camp edition, so there were like campfires, there was hiking, it was a lot of fun. But like, I just love the idea of like a small conference. I've I've been co-running this thing that we call Big Snow Tiny Comp for mm-hmm. going on ten years now, where you know, me and only like twelve other founders, we get together in a house and go skiing and snowboarding in Vermont and Colorado, which has been awesome. Cause it's like an, a fun activity and we talk business and, yep. and it's like small group. I've been to a couple others where like 40 or 50 and yeah, it just, this was really put on really well. You know, one thing that I kept commenting to everyone while I was there, I think you guys did a really great job of not only planning like a really unique event with activities and everything, but the curation of the attendees. Mm. Right. So every single person that i met and spoke to at founder summit i was like wow they're they're working on something really interesting you know they, mm. they and they're not new at this they're experienced you know i relate to so many people here there was like a, a wide range of backgrounds and mm-hmm. you know diversity and and everything it you know i've seen that kind of fall short at other conferences where it's like you know there's there's like the core group that that are really great and then you have a bunch of like I don't know whether it's like new people or maybe people just trying to sell their services there while they're here. Mm-hmm. You know, can you talk a bit about that? Like, how did you like work out like the application process and all that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's
1: basically boils down to a combination of, how can I put this? Like magnets and filters, right? So on the one hand, you need to have these magnets. You need to have stuff that is going to attract interesting people, right? And then you need to have ways to filter out the other people that you don't want there so the the magnets would always be like the you know the setting for example the first one was in Mexico City it's a beautiful city it was on a lot of people's kind of to-do list to go and visit there and then we just I mean we blew it out like we threw a heck of a party in Mexico City and and kind of went fully all out so a lot of folks knew okay like this is going to be a really fun experience with kind of good food, good vibes. Even if I hate everyone there, it's probably still going to be like a fun time, right? That's the kind of bar you want to set. And then you want to have filters where either, you know, you kind of implicitly filter out folks. So one of those is just kind of holding them in kind of off-the-beaten-path places, right? So that's a filter. The fact that we did it in Asheville, North Carolina, and Mexico City, and not, you know, whatever, New York or Dallas or something like that where it's convenient for people. It's actually inconvenient, right? So that sets up a filter for people who are feeling a little more adventurous right now. And then the other thing is just we did have a, we call it, it's it's open application invite only. So the process is anybody could apply to come to the conference. You know, there you didn't need some sort of secret handshake or anything like that. And then we, you know, kind of just selectively as a team went through and tried to kind of curate the folks from that. And, you know, I honestly, like, okay, yes, we've put a lot of thought into it, but also we've just been very, very lucky that whatever we've put out there in terms of just you know the, the frequency that we're sort of <laughs> putting out there is just resonating with the right folks. I think a lot about... Man, I'm going to screw up this quote, but it's a really good one. It's like the best thing to do on the internet is you're tapping a tuning fork and seeing who resonates. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Like that's, you know, and so I think we've done a pretty good job of tapping the tuning fork and then we're just gotten lucky that it's resonating with a lot of really interesting people. For sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, real quick this podcast is sponsored by Instrumental Products. That's my product studio where I and my small crew, we take new product ideas from concept to launched. I'm a full stack product designer and developer, and I love collaborating with fellow founders, creators, and SaaS companies to bring that spark of energy into new product ideas. Think of instrumental products as your shortcut to shipping that next idea and getting it into the hands of your customers as efficiently as possible. Got something to ship? Let's talk. Visit instrumentalproducts.com to learn more. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I really just find it hard to like buy into like the value prop of most conferences, right? Like Mm. I got to get a flight, I got to get a hotel and go out there and then I got to spend like three days at this place. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy myself, but you read and you see all the photos and everything from like Founder Summit and from both years, it's like, how can I not go to like, it's like, this is going to be awesome no, no matter what. You know, and you guys did put on like a pretty well-structured event where, you know, there were like multiple activities and there were talks. It wasn't like, mm. you know, this is like only just conversations. Of course, there was a ton of that and and parties and activities and hiking and everything. But there were talks. There were yep. some were sort of organized as like fireside chats, some were a little bit more like larger group, you know, speaker, but you can sort of pick and choose. I mean, and, and they were all like a really interesting set of topics and speakers the one, and, and I was speaking to you at the event about this, the one that really stood out to me, I was sort of surprised at it, it, but it was my favorite one was the husband and wife restaurant owner duo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they have a really, really successful string of Indian restaurants. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and they just like kind of told their story, the, the, the startup story, the growth and how they, they have this, like, you know, it was quite a story. And for a, a room full of like software entrepreneurs to hear from restaurant owners. <laughs> it, it was just like, it was just sort of eye opening and inspiring. And I, not that I necessarily like related to a lot of like the, the steps that they took in their journey, but it's just like such a breath of fresh air to go from the typical like startup podcasts and our Twitter circles and, and all that stuff to now I'm sitting, you know, by a fire in Ashburn, North Carolina hearing from two really successful restaurant owners. It was just yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They were fantastic as the founders of the Chai Pani restaurant group. Right. And, uh, They were super cool. I mean, I think we're still building the principles here, but the ones that we have now in terms of how we think about talks is, the first one is that it's not about like star power. So one of the problems you have is you need to attract like thousands of people to come to a crappy conference center in you know a boring city that they've been to a million times. You got to have these like big flashy keynote speakers that they're going to resonate with. So we kind of leave that out. The second thing is that the talks are there not to dominate the conversation but to inspire the conversation that's how we think of what talk should happen is we think about after the talk what kind of conversations is that going to spark among the attendees you know and then the last one is basically i say like talk about the stuff we're not talking about so it's really interesting to dig in with Molly and Marwan about you know they are 12 years in to running a now very successful business as a husband and wife you know co-founders basically and so it was really cool to sort of unpack that with them because that's kind of something that we have a lot of especially in this community like a lot of husband and wife or just you know spouse co-founders and i think we don't talk a lot about like the challenges and
0: opportunities that that presents so so that's why i was really excited to talk to them about that yeah for sure um So, I mean, before we, we wrap up here, I mean, I'm I'm sure Founder Summit is going to be happening again. Are there plans in the works for 2023? How are you thinking about that? Yeah, well, we'll just talk about it.
1: Um, So we're going to do more. Yeah, basically. You know, the first two went really well. Um, oh, you're going to do
0: multiple events? Yeah,
1: we're going to do quite a few next year. Oh, nice. So we'll do some in different locations. Some will be a little smaller. Some might be bigger. Um, we're going to do some experimentation there. But basically, you know, after the second one of these we had just a huge percentage of the people at, at the event say this was like the best event they'd ever been to oh. twice in a row. One time could be a fluke, but you know, two for two, I feel like that's that's product market fit. That's, you know, the universe telling us we need to, to keep running with this. So yeah, we're planning to really double down on it next year. So stay tuned. Nice.
0: I really like the idea of multiple smaller events. Mm-hmm. You because know? like there are a number of things, whether it's like travel, location, timing of the year, you know. Who knows what might come up, but if there are like multiple opportunities to even attend multiple times throughout the year and connect, you know that's the other thing is like with these small conferences. I've been to, I mean, I've been doing the ski and snowboarded one for where I go every single year, yeah. And I've been to a couple of other small ones where I've been back like three years, and it's that mm-hmm. repeat experience with people where you start to really develop these these relationships. Yep. And you just kind of kind of show up, you land, you come to this really cool location. And you dive right in, you know, like how, Mm -hmm. how are things going since the last time we hung out? You know, it's like the first time you meet people, it's, it's still sort of that like surface level, you know, what do you do? Tell me about your business. Like, what are you all about? And then once you, you sort of see the same people multiple years in a row, and this is, you know, for folks listening who are not well connected in, in this industry, I think it's really important practice to get out there. Like Mm, Slack groups and Twitter are not enough, you know? And I, I mean, because I've been self-employed for more than 13 years now, but mm-hmm. I didn't start attending conferences in person until at least five years into that, you know? Mm. And that's when things started getting interesting in my career, you know, businesses, friendships and advisors and, you know, like just going in person and developing these, these relationships, it, it takes it to a whole other level, you know, because I, I think that with these events, they really form a community. They, they form these like return attendees, right? Yeah, I important. totally
1: agree. Yeah, there, there's something magic about, you know, actual in-person face-to-face conversations with folks. Something very – there's a real leveling, right? Like you can have a conversation with someone that it would be incredibly hard to like cold DM them on Twitter and get on their calendar to have a Zoom. But – you're at this conference together. And so, you you know, you have a chat and, you know, like what we do and what quite a few other conferences do is, you know, which I like is not putting the speakers, you know, tucked away in a secret green room that right. you do have at some like really big conferences, which is very frustrating to me. But, you know, that approach of just like the speakers and the people who you think of as maybe like your, your entrepreneur heroes are also just chilling out at the happy hour and happy mm-hmm. to chat with you. So, yeah, I totally agree. It's great.
0: For sure. Well, I'm looking forward to more of it next year. Tyler, we, we covered a lot of ground in these two episodes. So uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for doing it. We will get everything linked up in the show notes as always. Awesome. This yeah. was great, man. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Tyler. That does it for today's episode of Open Threads. What'd you think? Let me know on Twitter or X. I'm at castjam, And you can find the full videos for all episodes of Open Threads on the YouTube channel for this podcast. That's youtube.com slash OpenThreads. One more thing. I'd really appreciate if you'd give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes. That helps a lot. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next one.